0: Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fit Literate. It's Carolyn and Laura here. And uh, Laura, how are you feeling about today's topic? I'm.
1: <laughs> um, I was gonna try to make a gut health joke, but I think I'm just gonna leave <laughs> so, it alone. <laughs>
0: so then, so then, follow up question, I guess, just so that we're all, you know, on the same page. Um, do you feel like your body is beach ready? ready for summer
1: um no because I don't want to be sticky I here's okay (laughs) here's the my very non-political hot take on the whole just beach body verbiage is that like are we all forgetting what an unsexy place the beach is like I don't want if I'm at the beach I don't want anybody to look at me I don't want anybody to touch me I don't want to look at myself like I'm sticky I'm sweaty I probably smell a little bit I've got like debris in my butt crack like beach bodies (laughs) (laughs) why does everyone want a beach body the beach is disgusting I hate it yeah
0: well you actually bring up a good point I think that People don't actually want a beach body like literally everything we talk about on this podcast. It all started with a marketing campaign. So I was going to bring this up later, but this might actually be the perfect intro. So I wish I looked this up for the last episode, the Kayla Itzen's one, um, because I was trying to do some research on like where did this idea of like a beach body or a bikini body come from? And I couldn't find anything specific about the term beach body specifically, but mm. there's a pretty definitive start to like the popular usage of the phrase bikini body and okay. it goes back to a 1961 ad campaign. Um Is it Marlo I'll, Thomas I'll just again? Read- <laughs> No, it is not. Um, Although I wouldn't be surprised if she knew about them. So this comes from an article in Slate called Why Can't We Stop Talking About Bikini Bodies Um, by Alice Robb. Uh, It came out a couple years ago. And in it, she says, the term bikini body was first popularized in a 1961 ad campaign by a chain of weight loss salons called Slenderella International. According oh, to a uh, linguist consulted for the story as well as public records. So some people were consulted and apparently this is where bikini body started. And so like uh, a quote from one of their ads was um, summer's wonderful fun is for those who look young. read a slenderella ad that ran in outlets like the new york times and the washington post in the summer of 1961 and then quote again high firm bust hand span waist trim firm hips slender graceful legs a bikini body (laughs) so it's like it's so interesting listening to and reading something like that because i feel like all of those things like the association with youth the association association with like extreme thinness like being able to fit your hands around your waist all of that is more like coded in today's advertisements you know we use words like you know look healthy like be your best you to mean those things but like decades ago diet culture was a lot more aggressively on the nose. <laughs>
1: yeah, if it, oh, it's oh man, it, I'm not frequently rendered speechless and I'm just like <laughs> I can't be surprised by anything anymore so I'm just like Ugh, this has just melted me into a puddle of goo. But I mean, this is the yeah. same this is 10 years after um advertisements that were like "Girlies, your husband doesn't want" a stick wife, go gain some weight, eat our marshmallows. Like it's, it was so overt. And so I wonder, like, I wonder if it was as laughable then as it sounds now, like, was it, was advertising less manipulative and less serious? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I just, I feel like over the years as consumers have gotten more used to the language of advertising advertisers have had to get sneakier which is why like these days you see like on social media ads that look indistinguishable from regular content you know you make ads that are indistinguishable from your regular content because that is just how it is and that's not necessarily a bad thing because like selling stuff isn't inherently a bad thing like people need stuff and they need to know about it somehow. Um, But yeah, it's like interesting, the change in like the types of language and the cadence of speech, like that sounds so much like an ad that it's almost goofy to us, but maybe at the time it just felt really normal
1: I don't know I don't know yeah, I guess have I to just...
0: ask someone who was a young woman <laughs> in the uh, in the early
1: 60s I always wonder because like looking back at those things and in retrospect they seem so silly that my first instinct is to be like oh well people were just stupid back then or like it was a simpler time and I'm like maybe it was just kind of silly but we have yeah. less stuff so you didn't need to advertise it as um, Advertising wasn't guerrilla warfare like it is now. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I don't want to sidebar us okay. too much. Yes. Shall we get into <laughs> the 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 big daddy of all summer body crazes? Ooh,
0: oh my goodness. Yeah. So to continue our summer body series, we are tackling the behemoth that is <laughs> Beach Body. Beach body. Um, Beachbody that I'm sure you have heard of Beachbody and if you haven't heard of them specifically you've definitely heard of one of the programs that is underneath their umbrella which we will get into but um Laura why don't you start us off talking about their current like social media presence and like what
1: Beachbody kind of looks like online today yeah of course so diving in I have limited experience with Beachbody and as you mentioned I don't think I realized how many different um, branding brands, I guess, that I have heard of fall under the Beachbody umbrella. And I think the kind of um, magical, mystical thing about Beachbody is that its reach is sort of nebulous. Uh, the mm-hmm. Beachbody main Instagram account has 1.1 million followers, um, which is obviously significant, but it's also less than several of its celebrity trainers. And the whole Beachbody um, business model is built on the backs of these, they call them super trainers, which I believe differentiates them from coaches uh, who choose to buy into the Beachbody programming and take up that mantle. Um, but we're looking at people yes. like Sean T who is – Seems like an absolute sunbeam of a human. Um, Autumn Calabrese, Jennifer Jacobs, um, Amoyla Caesar, Idalis Velasquez. Like, these are people. No one that I looked at, I think it's about a dozen super trainers, maybe more. They seem to just keep popping out of the woodwork. None of those people have fewer than a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Some of them have made the switch over to TikTok. Uh, Shanti is the only one who seems to have done that successfully. He actually has he has 1.2 million followers on Instagram and 1.3 million followers on TikTok. Um oh, but wow. the main beach body, yeah, it, yeah, he's doing great. Um whereas like someone like Autumn Calabrese has I wrote this down somewhere. I believe over a million on Instagram. Um No, 960,000, almost at a million. You're so close, Autumn. Uh, But she has (laughs) 40,000 on TikTok, which is, again, a significant number of people, but not really a significant TikTok following. Um, So the the main Beachbody pages are these trainers, their uh, signature programs that they release, um, the not diets. They say they're not diets. The nutrition programs that go along with them, um, and lots and lots of testimonials from the Beachbody community. They feature heavily that if you hashtag Team Beachbody, uh, you have the chance to be featured. Now there are 1.2 million posts under hashtag Team Beachbody. Um, you know, that's, those are only, on Instagram. And that's only people who have followed directions. That's not like, you know, people who've made Beachbody accounts or hashtag Beachbody or Beachbody on Demand or Beachbody workouts or any variety of that, right? Um so that is extremely significant. Uh it's also worth pointing out that scrolling through that hashtag, they're almost entirely before and after, you know, quote unquote transformation photos. Um, and that when they say, you know, hashtag Team Beachbody to be featured on the pages, they are talking about send us your transformation photo so we can post it as, you know, social evidence. Um, I will say when you go to the Beachbody website, literally you just get there by Googling Beachbody, um, the first thing that pops up is a big banner that says, Everybody is a beachbody. And then it says, lose up to nine pounds in 14 days with Beachbody, a community that's over 200 million users strong. This is something, obviously, we'll deal with this in the third act of the podcast where we get to rant. Um, but this is something I've noticed that there is a lot of language about. Um, it's not a diet. It's not about losing weight. This is for everybody um, while still promoting. to
0: kind of like piggyback on the newer popularity of like body acceptance and general like inclusivity I noticed that they definitely made a point yes. to have a diverse cast in that first little like intro video that's on their homepage. Mm-hmm. um like a very a very different visual experience compared to like literally everything else about the company, like all of the rest of their social media, all of their trainers, like it, it's it's definitely intentional. It's yeah, definitely this, intentional. This banner
1: <laughs> on the website seems like they invested some you know time and money on making sure they had you know diverse models, both racially and in body type. Um, I also noticed in some of the more recent videos, at least the clips I could find from them from the pre-recorded workouts. Uh, there seems to be a little bit more body diversity. Um, and I mean, even like their cast of trainers is very racially diverse, um, not Mm -hmm. body diverse at all. Uh, but you know, there, it seems like there is at least an attempt in branding to truly say this program, or at least one of our programs could work for everybody. Um, They're definitely
0: not trying to seem like an exclusive elite fitness brand. They are trying to appeal to
1: literally everyone and anyone. Correct. And one of their uh, call out phrases is join the masses. They frequently celebrate milestones like 50 million views on a certain program. Um, You know, utilizing again this idea that this is like an army of people completing these programs that's just waiting for you to join that you know there are two million users and this many success stories and this video has been streamed this many times and this plan has been purchased this many times really overt celebrations of that with you know numbers that are just oh one million ten million fifty million a hundred million um so it's very much meant to big numbers exactly lots of very flashy big numbers um and that's kind of the Beachbody page itself is very unbranded, very neutral, very much uh, it's very it's very neutral. <laughs> I've noticed a shift in branding. What do you mean especially by that? I mean that there's not like a brand. The Beachbody logo is blue and white. Huh. And they have a blue and white version of every logo of their different programs. But every program has its own vibe. Every trainer has their own vibe, their own set of branding, their own special hashtags and their you know catchphrases. And also I've noticed when you get into the trainer's pages and when you then get into their signature programs pages the Beachbody branding disappears really fast none of them are linking Mm. back to the Beachbody page they are like their own page in their own right and then their program is branded under them and none of it really links back to Beachbody and they don't use that verbiage it takes an extra step of digging to realize that it is part of the Beachbody program Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Everything's sort of white listed.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like Beachbody itself is a very, is very like generic on social media and the like personality and the branding and the flavor comes in with the individual program offerings and celebrity trainers.
1: Yes. Generic is a much better word for this than neutral. And it's kind of like scrolling through their feed just looks like you searched hashtag fitness on Instagram or you're on Pinterest or something. There's no consistent mm-hmm. feel from the Beachbody company itself. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what kind of
0: content are the trainers posting? Are they posting like tutorials and workouts or is it mostly just like advertisements? Well, that really
1: varies based on the trainer. Um, so you're getting some people share more uh personal stuff for example like Sean T posts a lot about his lifestyle traveling with his husband motivational speaking quotes he's talking a lot about mental health and then some uh therapy stuff some recipes some uh you know dancing videos and fun tiktoks and things like that um if you go into like Autumn Calabrese's page she's posting uh lots of workout pictures lots of bikini pictures lots and lots and lots of recipes um not as many tiktoks lots of like more standard fitness influencer content there are lots of there's less focus on like sample workouts and stuff like all of these people have these platforms kind of because of their programs through beach body so they're not posting like free follow along workouts the same way other fitness influencers we cover Mm -hmm. might be in Mm -hmm. fact it's actually very hard to find sample content whatsoever uh the little highlights at the top of the beach body page that cover each of the different programs it'll be like learn all about this and then it will just tell you the name of the program and how long it lasts uh there's no information about pricing there's no information about like what the program itself entails uh there's no information about like what the dieting approaches entail um <laughs> and it seems like there's as much um, as much of this is kept behind a paywall as possible while still making yeah. this feel like a very wide broad, uh, broad-reaching community so kind of um, like vague and, and again buzzwordy but not a lot of actual
0: information
1: yes exactly and the content really really rides on the backs of these super trainer personalities. Um and then the beach body account itself also has a TikTok presence. Um and they have 10,000 followers. They have 11.8 thousand followers. Um and it's a lot of like reposted content so they're not really spreading over to TikTok. I did go into some of their comments on TikTok, and they were getting like bullied a little bit. So I don't know if they'll get over to TikTok <laughs> or not. Um,
0: That's not surprising to me, honestly. the The kids on TikTok are ruthless oh, to what? brands
1: that don't seem like modern enough. This is such a sidebar, but do you know the theories about Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift? Yes. Yeah. If you ever go on Carly Kloss's TikTok page. Every single one of her comments is about Taylor Swift, to the point where, like, I'm not in the oh, habit of no. feeling bad for celebrities, but I'm like, leave this woman alone. <laughs> like, I'm sure she
0: does not read interact the with her
1: TikTok comments. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, um, but it's it's she pretty funny. She probably isn't even the, the one to brutal. upload the videos. <laughs> yeah, you're so right. Anyways, um, the other okay. So wait, I, have, much the only, I have one oh,
0: more. I have one yeah. more question. Um, so on these celebrity trainers' pages, because I know you said yes. that like all of the like Beachbody branding kind of goes mm-hmm. away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do they have links in their bios that like link to, <laughs> um, like the Beachbody website or like the online platform that you can actually get their programs
1: through? Yes, there will be the okay the clickable so that would be link like the one the connection. Yeah. yeah, but okay. the it also. This is so picky, truly so picky, but it brings you right to their page. And also the link itself is bchbody.life, like the link itself is not even branded like beachbody mm. really, and there's no like yeah. For example, on Autumn Calabrese's page, I did a lot of deep diving on her. Unfortunately, I think I found a new arch nemesis. Um but, like, her, her list of stuff, it says, you know, mom, fitness and nutrition expert, four-week gut protocol, 21-day fix, 80-day obsession, nine-week control freak, portion fix nutrition, and then the link. Like, none of that says, I work for Beachbody. It's pretty yeah. obvious. Yeah. But is it? Um, you would only really know the- if you had
0: done one of the programs already through Beachbody. Body.
1: Yes, and then pointing out, like, when you go to her four-week gut protocol, which just launched, it says, four-week gut protocol, Autumn Calabrese's comprehensive nutrition program that improves your overall gut health, pair with her no-impact fitness program, four weeks for everybody, and then the link. Mm-hmm. Again, it doesn't say Beach Body. Like, yeah. So I think... That's did picky. You, did that's you kind of do really, some really research picky.
0: about the um, specifics about that program, the gut protocol?
1: Yeah, of course. She considers herself okay. a gut nutrition coach because she only... <laughs> Have you... Am I getting ahead of us? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so what banging I was going to say is, is uh.
0: let's um, circle it back to that um, to kind of do a little bit of a deeper dive into their current offerings at the end because I'm going to take right. us on a little, a little tour through history to see how Beachbody has grown as a company. Um, but yeah, was there anything else about their social media?
1: Yes. The only... Um, the only consistent piece of branding across everything is a uh, disclaimer on the bottom of every single transformation photo. And as the caption of many of their TikTok videos just says, results vary based on starting point and effort and following Beachbody's exercise and healthy eating plan. And then results achieved in however many number weeks listing the program, which I so
0: it's basically the bare minimum <laughs> they to that avoid like a false advertising thing. lawsuit yeah i know
1: i know you make yeah. the
0: program work for you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly 100%. um
1: yeah and if this if this one didn't work for you then they've got 90 others for you to try so um yeah yeah i think that's that's about all you'd all you'd see although the beach body tentacles the the roots of the beach body tree spread far and wide so I can't wait for you to tell me everything I don't know yet.
0: Okay, so before we do this, I am going to go locate the dog that I'm dog-sitting to make sure that he didn't get into anything weird because as I've been doing research, he's just been sitting by my feet, and I just realized he's not down there, so I'm going to go find him. I will be right back. Very good.
1: Norm's been eating a lot of plastic lately, so that's the fun thing I'm dealing with. Okay.
0: He was literally lying down on the couch in front of me, but I couldn't see him over my multiple computer screens <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. very good i have a whole like um tech setup. yeah i'm trying to think of the the word but um whatever head jokes for later
1: you're like a gamer
0: girl. headquarters yeah yeah whatever okay mm. <clears throat> so are you ready to hear about the like 24 year history
1: of beachbody the company i'm as ready as i ever will be i think
0: Okay, here we go. I'm going to try to go through this as fast as possible, and I am going to skit, stick to my script with minimal <laughs> sidebars.
1: So that Carolyn was so good. She wrote out a script hours. for us. Oh, my God.
0: I had no choice. I swear, I took so many notes. I haven't taken this many notes since I was in, like, AP biology in high school, I think. <laughs> like, that's, that's the last time I was this oh thorough about anything. Okay, here we go. So... Beachbody was founded in 1998 by Carl Deichler and John Cogden in Santa Monica, California. According to the website Zipia, which I don't know how accurate it is, but um, it says that they had been co-workers together at a direct marketing company called Gunthy Ranker, and they both left at the same time with $500,000 from angel investors to start this new company, Beachbody. Um, this was actually not Dykler's first venture in the fitness world in 1994, he founded Tell America Media, which put out the popular workout video Buns of Steel, which we've all heard of. That's such like a common reference. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. But yeah. So he was involved with Buns of Steel. Um, that was in 1994. And so then in, yeah, in 1998, he and his boy John started Beachbody. And Beachbody's first offerings were basically just a series of like at-home workout videos. I'm... Uh, they must have been VHS tapes at the very beginning. I don't remember when DVDs hit the, uh, hit the market, but um, eventually they moved to DVDs. <laughs> and since those early days, Beachbody has turned from a like direct sales workout video company to a diversified holding company that houses dozens of different f- diet and fitness brands. So let's take this quick tour through history and I will highlight all of the major contributions, positive or negative, that Beachbody corporations, I don't know if they're called Beachbody corporations, but that they have uh, (laughs) contributed to the fitness space. I know. Here we go. Here we go. So as it turns out, uh, Beachbody is where so many of the well-known health quote unquote and fitness programs of like the 2000s and 2010s come from one of the main forms of marketing that they have used throughout their history is TV commercials, which makes sense based on, you know, where Carl and John came from um, in their professional backgrounds. And personally, I remember seeing a lot of infomercials for various like workout programs and stuff in my childhood that it turns out are all Beachbody affiliated programs or not even affiliated. They're just Beachbody programs. So for the first few years, they released a number of different workout videos and a couple of programs, but none of them really took off. And that was until 2005 with P90X mm. with uh, Tony Horton, who uh, this is like the only sidebar I'm going to do. Um, I don't believe I you. have never <laughs> met Tony Horton, but apparently he grew up in Connecticut or at least went to high school in Connecticut. And when I lived in Connecticut, um for a few months that summer, I was there. I like met this group of like young people. Evan and I just we were on the beach. We started playing frisbee with this group of people, and it turns out some of their family members were there. And we had a little conversation with like one of their uncles, and he was friends with Tony Horton in high school. <laughs> so I was like, "What? Oh my okay. god!" But I will never forget Sixth that of separation. Yeah, and- yeah, and he was saying that like that personality that you see in the P90X videos is like not an exaggeration. That is just actually what he is like. That that is that man's personality authentically. And I was like, oh god, that's a little bit frightening because <laughs> he is. I mean, I I've never
1: watched a P90X <laughs> video, but
0: yikes. <laughs> I- oh, okay. So I did P90X videos for a little while. Um, uh, my mom had bought like the DVD box set. I think it maybe. 2012 or 13 um it might have been p90x2 um but yeah with like the resistance bands and stuff but basically p90x if you've never heard of it 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 stands for power 90 extreme and it's basically an at-home high intensity workout program that claims to get you in the best shape of your life in 90 days and i wrote some other stuff here that i decided i'm actually gonna skip but basically like all of these programs that I'm going to talk about, I'm not going to go into too much detail about what exactly they are. Uh, maybe at the end we can talk about if we personally recommend any Beach Body programs, but this one was really, really popular, P90X. Anyway, back to the timeline. Over the next two years, they also released something called Turbo Jam and something called Yoga Booty Ballet. <laughs> and they launched their uh, Team Beach Body coaching program, which we will get back to later in great detail. So fast forward to 2008, 2009, we saw the introduction of Insanity, another very popular high-intensity cardio-based program, and I remember seeing these advertised a lot on, like, morning shows. I don't know. There was, like, a couple times where, like, the Insanity instructors, like, went on a morning show and, like, made the hosts do, like, jump lunges, and it was, like, super <laughs> awkward and embarrassing for everyone involved. Um, That same year, they also released, uh, the Brazilian butt lift program, which honestly ahead of their time because the BBL surgery didn't really take off as a trend until, you know, five to 10 years later. So yeah, the Brazilian butt lift workout. And I do remember
1: like, I don't know, which came first, (laughs) the workout infomercials or the surgery. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think the
0: surgery did. And because one thing that's pretty common with the company that we've kind of already hit on is that they are casting a wide net. They're trying to appeal Mm. to a broad variety of people. So they definitely had a handful of programs over the years that I think were supposed to be targeted at, like, the Latino community. And I think this might have been one of those. Like, they had a couple of other, like programs that I think were even in Spanish and um or like I don't know there was like a salsa dancing one at one point like I, okay. not that any of those are actually culturally related to each other but in the context
1: of their brand strategy they like I think to find niches what, and they like this yeah comu- this I, kind I of think like that's weird what they were trying to do 90s multicultural community vibe you know what I'm talking about yes like kind very of a, much like that. we are the world vibe <laughs>
0: For sure. And so I think there must have been someone at Beachbody who, you know, saw that like this Brazilian butt lift surgery was becoming popular with certain communities. And so they were like, hey, like you don't need the surgery. Like it was basically the first like booty band program, but they advertised it on like Mm. infomercials on MTV and VH1. And I remember them. They were so weird. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway. Um, The same year, we also saw Beachbody step into the supplement arena with the release of Shakeology, which at the time was just a line of like protein and meal replacement powders, um, which clearly takes its inspiration from Herbalife in terms of branding, uh, the products themselves and also the sales tactics, which again, we will get to later. Okay. Over the next couple of years we see revamps to some of their most popular programs. We get P ninety X two and Insanity colon The Asylum which made me (laughs) laugh so hard. And a couple of other programs there was like Yeah, a Tai Chi one, one called Body Beast and a collab with Les Mills, um, which Beachbody does not and did not ever own Les Mills. I I made sure of that. But they did do Mm -hmm. this collaboration program in like 2011 or 12. And I feel like we should do an episode on Les Mills and like body combat and whatever because that was such a such a thing for like three years or so. Um, (laughs) Yeah. body pump. (laughs) And then they also expanded their Shakeology line to include other types of supplements. In 2014, we get the launch of another very well-known program, the 21 Day Fix and the accompanying Nutrition Fix programs. So the 21 Day Fix, you know, and I'm just going to say 21 Day Fix to mean the workout program and the nutrition program because you were supposed to do them together. It was a program that promised weight loss and that's the essentially the promise of all of these workout programs like it, Beachbody calls itself a health and fitness company it is a primarily a sales company and their product just happens to be workouts and quote-unquote nutrition programs and secondarily they are a weight loss company the main outcome that they are selling from these programs is weight loss through and through
1: as we've talked about before, you can say all you want. It's not about weight loss. When every single testimonial includes the numbers of pounds and inches lost and pictures of obvious weight loss, you're selling weight loss. Even if you don't say yeah. you're going to lose weight, you're, you're selling weight yeah. loss. It's, and, and then that focus you're also gaslighting to the today. consumer. Yeah. Yes.
0: 100%. Um. So... Um, Like all of the previous programs, it can be done at home with minimal equipment. But compared to Insanity and P90X, the most popular programs that came before, it does seem a lot more specifically targeted towards women. Um, I say that just because of... The branding because while P9DX and Insanity utilize that typical, like, high contrast, gritty, hardcore, red and black aesthetic, like, very similar to what we talked about with the 75 Hard. um, And those programs are led by really, like, muscly male trainers. The 21 Day Fix features a lot more female trainers and overall seems like it's meant to be more inviting with its like bright colors and gentler messaging. So instead of words like insanity, the asylum, they're using words like easy, simple and step by step, you know, a little bit Mm. more doable Mm -hmm. for the average person who would maybe be intimidated by these really hardcore programs. On the nutrition side, the program' feature its feature is those small colored plastic containers that I'm sure everyone has seen. I've been starting to see them in thrift stores, which is really funny <gasps> to me. And <laughs> oh. my Goodwill, I've seen a couple of sets of the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the 21 day fix containers. And this is still a product that is, and program that is available through Beachbody. Um, the, these little containers are kind of their nutritional signature. And the whole thing is just portion control. They're basically saying, hey, like pay us money now, eat less for three weeks. And that's the program. Like it, it's so... It's not revolutionary, (laughs) which is kind of the through line of all of this stuff. None of what they're putting out is revolutionary. It is all just the typical diet and fitness stuff that you see everywhere else. But because it's under the Beachbody brand, they've done a really good job of making that make it seem special. And it's all inclusive. So so you buy
1: into one thing and then you're set
0: Yes. And then you get access to all of the others. You get the diet plan and the workouts and the accountability and the blah 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 all in one place. We'll we'll get to that. So in 2015, this is when we see Beachbody start to look more like it does today um, because it goes online with its digital streaming service, BOD, or Beachbody On Demand, and also an app called the Challenge Tracker app, which I'm not sure if it still exists, but that was also released in 2015. They started to experiment with some online streaming content, including a cooking show called Fixate, which is just fraught with like obsessive diet culture-y connotations like seriously I get I get the branding fix like 21 day fix like Uh their program and eight like the past tense of eat but you put it together and you make a word that's like obsess and overthink about your food and it's like just promoting this very disordered relationship with food as this healthy, normal thing. Here's a cooking show about it. <gasps> yeah, I
1: mean, fix s- is a pretty laden horrible. word itself. So, <laughs>
0: anything. yeah, to- <laughs> well, that too, like fix your body because it's broken and there's something wrong with you and the way that you eat is wrong and it's the reason why you're like. And also,
1: get your fix, like,
0: <gasps> yeah, yeah, like addiction, whatever. It the word choice that they use for everything is obviously very intentional and really exemplifies everything that we find problematic about the fitness industry at large. Okay. So there's, there's that show. There's another show on their streaming platform that they put out this My year. Heart dropped. <laughs> this in year competition. No, 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 no. The, like the year that I'm talking about, like 20, oh, <laughs> when this was released, um, in the year in which I am existing in right now. Got um, it. Got it, got it. <laughs> so the show is called. Or it's a competition reality show, and it's called The Twenties: The Search for the Next Beachbody Super Trainer. Shut up. And <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I'm gonna pause for just a second. I of course will cut all of this out, but I need to play the audio of the um the preview there's one on YouTube so hold on Brilliant. okay here we go so I'm gonna play this through my speaker and hopefully okay so this is the preview video it's about a little over a minute long for the 20s the search for the next Beachbody super trainer
2: Beachbody is a billion-dollar fitness company responsible for creating the most recognizable super trainers in the world. Developing game-changing body transformation programs with hand-picked super trainers has always been a very tenuous task. In fact, in Beachbody's entire history, there have only been a handful to make it into the winner's circle and become world famous, having precisely the right combinations of skills that push them to the top to revolutionize the direction of health and fitness. And now, it's time to find the next one. So for the first time ever, Beachbody is opening the door to a handful of trainers, all in their 20s, and invited them to move into the Beachbody Hothouse, where they will compete in head-to-head challenges while they each develop their own workouts to prove they have that special something to become Beachbody's next super trainer and win a guaranteed contract with the opportunity to change people's lives and make millions of dollars. It won't be easy. In fact, Act, it will be the challenge of a lifetime because, in the end, there will only be one. Welcome to the 20s the search for the next Beach Body Super Trainer.
0: Wait, I'm what? literally gonna pop a blood vessel.
1: Uh, I can't believe I, this exists. So, I don't know why I thought yeah, it was gonna what are be your impressions? like, uh, I imagined it was gonna be le- I I have no impressions. I don't know why I thought it was going to be like they all sit down and write a progressive exercise program, and then like present them to some sort of Howie Mandel type character who's like, "Huh, I think you're actually a better trainer than you." I didn't realize it was going to be like the oh. real world, and they were going to be like, "So you thought each it was going inflatable- to be more like
0: Shark Tank?"
1: Yes, exactly. And this sounds like it's okay, Big Brother. No.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, oh it, my god, it's like the show. They're like, okay, like looking for the next celebrity fitness trainer, sure, but then the premise is like twelve twenty somethings with rock hard bods live together in yeah. the <laughs> hot house, <laughs> and like the and hot house, I, and it's like. The whole fact that it's called the 20s because they're all in their 20s is so wild because it is this exact same on the nose association with a beach body and youth. Just like the 1961 ad campaign that I read at the top of the episode and I didn't even know that that was going to happen that like direct correlation. I was like this is just too good to be true. Like the fact that this Cinderella international like ad read summer's wonderful fun is for those who look young <laughs> do our weight loss programs, and then y- decades later in twenty fifteen they're like associating health and fitness with youth in the same way, being like yeah it." Like these people are celebrity fitness trainers who are like the epitome of health and fitness, who are the example that you should be looking up to the most important part of what makes them that besides their muscly glistening bodies that I didn't show you the visual of that commercial, but that's what it was the whole time Uh, just zooms in on abs and like butts doing jump squats. Um, but like the most important thing about them is that they are under 30 years
1: old.
2: What?
0: (laughs) Like that's important enough that that's what we call the
1: show. (laughs) Yeah, I mean that's what's that's what standing between every American and their ultimate health goals is a slutty hot tub summer. I think that's something I could get behind, honestly.
0: I mean, do you think they're like getting nine
1: hours of sleep a night and like setting up automated investments and like? Drinking water together. No, they are
0: absolutely, they're <laughs> absolutely like over-exercising and under-eating to make sure that their glistening abs and biceps are popping as much as possible through the whole production of the show and just showing like who can make like the hardest, sweatiest workout program. And oh my God, do I wish I could actually watch this thing? The only way you can is if you pay for Beach Body On Demand. Um, but I mean, what a treat that we at least get to see that trailer. Oh my God.
1: I okay, feel like we, we should again. pay for a month of Beachbody On Demand so we can watch specifically that I think show. you have to. I think that's journalism. You might have to
0: buy it for a whole year. I'm not sure. But if there's a free trial, maybe we can do the free trial. And I then, doubt there's a
1: free trial. <laughs> I sincerely there doubt there's
0: a free is. trial. There probably is. I don't know. We'll look into it. We will look into it. Okay, so that was that. And then 2015 was a wacky year for Beachbody because the same year they they also put out what, in my opinion, is their program with the funniest name out of all of them. It's called The Master's Hammer and Chisel. (laughs) What? It's just, it's so stupid. It's so, it feels like a parody. It feels like a parody. Yeah. But so the master's hammer hammer and chisel claims to help you carve lean muscle and incinerate fat at home. And just like my eyes are rolling as far as they can into the back of my head right now. And like, I, again, there's no previews for like what the actual workouts are, nothing like that. So I all... All I can think of is that all of these workout programs are, like, pretty similar. You know, workout programs in general, especially when you're talking home workout programs, can only be so different from one another. So it's just all of this outrageous branding um, and marketing to, like, get you to want to buy it. And the, the people that are on the covers of this, which I'm assuming are the trainers, they're clearly bodybuilders, but this is not a bodybuilding program. So it's even just false advertising in that way that, like, this dude... Maybe take steroids, like clearly is like lifting weights, not doing a bunch of burpees and like push-ups and stuff just in his living room. Um, like that is not how his traps got that close to his earlobes. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh. <sighs> OK, anyway, bringing it back in. So we're going to fast forward to 2017 because I guess not much happened in 2016 with them. So in 2017 Beachbody on demand expanded from being simply a streaming app to being a membership program that then like shifted to housing every single Beachbody program. And this makes sense like this is similar to what we saw with Kayla Itzins when she moved her bikini body guide onto the sweat app and then started expanding the programming on the sweat app because by 2017 no one was buying like DVD workout videos Mm -hmm. anymore uh, at this point independent fitness personalities had been growing on YouTube and social media platforms for like a decade and in general, the video based sector of the fitness industry was pretty much making a complete transition online. So in this was a business decision that made perfect sense. Um, this same year they released a series of uh, like on-demand exclusive programs so I'm guessing these are like the first programs that they released that, were never in DVD format like you could only ever access these through the online platform you can't buy an old copy of it on like eBay or something like that. Mm. <clears throat> and um they have the weirdest collection of names. Are you ready? I'm so ready. <laughs> the first one? They're they're all I think week-long programs. So the first okay. one is called Sean Week because it's Sean T's program. Sure. The second one is called Oh, a week of hard labor. What? Because why not?
1: (laughs) Because why not? Now... Does that go along with their hammer and sickle program? uh,
0: Potentially. I didn't look too far into it. But the next one takes a hard shift and is called Clean Week. Okay. And then the last one is a little obsessed. That's what it's called. Which then spawns into... Autumn Calabrese's program, uh, the 80 Day Obsession. And so as you already said, Autumn is the one who ran the 21 Day Fix program. She's had a number Mm -hmm. of programs and the 80 Day Obsession was another big one. Um, And it's just so funny to me because it... (sighs) This is just another example of like these seem like the most generic fitness programs ever, even down to the names. They're just like, what is a word that makes this sound hardcore that like hits on people's pain points? And
2: mm-hmm. it, it's the
0: same as the 75 hard, like it, it's exactly the same thing. And, um, even like there's the even a page for this.
1: I, oh, good. I go wonder for it. sometimes. If these programs, I wonder sometimes, I've wondered in the past few days when I've been doing this research, they have a program called Nine Week Control Freak. That's also under Autumn's yeah. umbrella. And I wonder if they look at other programs that are doing well and they release like, an, yeah. like a store brand version of it. Like nine weeks is Absolutely. just a little less than 75 days if you don't have time for that. And I I would mm-hmm. guess we could go through and find other programs that are... The same uh, concept, but just not just outside of the Beachbody umbrella, and that you just kind of one hundred percent branding.
0: And I really think, like, I don't know, you know, chicken versus egg situation. But I, after doing this research, I'm starting to feel very strongly that Beachbody, as a company, has been one of, if not the main driver, in this like way that we talk about fitness that is this very like intense controlling obsessive um disordered toxic, dangerous, mm-hmm. unhealthy, like all of these things that you and I and our niche of the fitness industry are trying to kind of push up against and provide people an alternative for like, it mm-hmm. really feels like for 20 years, beach body, defined diet culture and toxic fitness culture because so many of the other brands that are out there. If they came after Beachbody, we're just trying to copy them. Like I can even think of like two companies that I worked for in the past where there's certain elements of their business model, the programs that they offered, the supplements that they sold that were clearly just exact copycats of Beachbody because Beachbody has been so successful, so successful. And so everyone else is just trying to be like them. And so then that is completely shaped what is offered in the fitness industry at large. And it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Yeah. Ugh, it's so frustrating. But it's like, I blame them. I, I blame Carl and John. Sorry, boys. It's your <laughs> fault that all of these people have eating disorders. Like, not really. But, like, there's probably an argument for it.
1: Yeah. Sue for damages. That's our... That's our... No, please don't. Um, We are not qualified to give that kind of advice. But, yeah. I blame Carl and no, John. No. They've made the shit list. I, like... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Um, OK, so moving right along into 2019, Beachbody launches OpenFit. And this is it It seems like Carl has been kind of at the helm, like the CEO of Beachbody for um, most everything up to this point. But OpenFit, mm-hmm. which is their live streaming platform. So not on demand, but live streaming. This is like mm-hmm. John's. Project and he is the CEO of this. Honestly, like looking at the two websites for them now, it's really hard to distinguish what the difference between them is. Like, they both are just like online platforms that offer workout programs there seems to be different workout programs on them, but it's like, why are there two different platforms? <laughs> like, I really don't understand it, yeah. but whatever. Um, It seems to have a slightly different, like, flavor open fit compared with Beachbody. Like, there is still some of that higher intensity stuff, but there's, uh, like, the programs that are pushed more on, like, the homepage are, like, yoga, Pilates, and bar workouts and programs, mm. and even, like, sound bath meditation. So you can see them kind of, like... As, like, wellness culture is, like, really hitting a a high note in 2019 and not just fitness culture, they're definitely incorporating Mm. that into the brand. And they even start offering their own line of open-fit supplements that are supposedly different from Shakeology. I don't know how they're different. It's not important. Um, (laughs) So... The last year of like releases and launches that they have listed on their like Beachbody corporate website, they have this whole timeline um, where I got all of this info. Um, But the last year that they have is 2020. So in this year, we saw the release of uh, just more programs. They're always putting out new programs. One of them is a boxing program called 10 Rounds, which like, is that not just an exact ripoff of? nine rounds, the group fitness studio. I don't know. I was like, that's so lazy. That's so lazy, (laughs) but whatever. And there's also some meditation series, a running program, a couple generic weight loss books, another autumn original called nine week control freak with the tagline, I'll help you get your body back. (laughs) There's also the release of a ready for this one ready for this in 2019 no. honestly seems a little late for this but here they go an appetite suppressant drink mix called bevy oh be- and i thought like <laughs> i thought it was going to be i don't know like uh an electrolyte drink or something like that nope appetite no. suppressant no. because what is health if not eating as little as possible in the name of weight loss that well, was can sarcasm, i add in can listener. i add in something here yeah. that
1: they've brought on one of their newest um nutrition programs which I dove into a little bit it's called 2b and it was built by a tiktok famous registered dietitian who basically just talks about weight loss um and the premise of the program is that you drink I think it was 16 to 32 ounces of water before every meal um as an appetite suppressant. And then I went further into her TikTok page, which I don't follow. And she talked about doing things like replacing snacks with gum, um, which is not a nutrition tip. Oh my God. That is a, that is an eating disorder tip that is uh, extremely unethical for anyone to be promoting. She's a registered dietitian who has literally just
0: created eating disorder instructions. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And not Which, to mention that and I drinking will say, a ton of water. Oh yeah. Sorry. You go. We have oh, a LA. Sorry, say, you go that first. This
1: isn't this is an improvement that this program is created by a registered dietitian. Like this is probably oh, the yeah. least problematic of all their nutrition programs. Um Yeah. 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 Continue. Um.
0: Oof, I mean, and just like drinking a ton of water right before you eat dilutes your stomach acid and makes it harder for you to digest food so no wonder they had to put out a gut health protocol like a year (laughs) after this one because (laughs) all their customers destroyed their digestive systems drinking too much water and chewing gum instead of eating real food Mm -hmm. oh my Mm -hmm. god sorry Mm -hmm. i'm screaming i'm screaming i'll have
1: to bring it the audio on that part this this whole episode makes me want to just bash my head against the wall so if you need to scream a little bit i think we can be forgiven i
0: know it's Literally, just the realization that this one company is responsible for nearly everything that I hate about the fitness industry.
1: It's all beach body. Procter and Gamble of diet culture.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. It's insane. It's ridiculous. Okay. So, um, yeah. And then the last thing that they released, which after I went to the landing page for this. company this this brand I started immediately getting Instagram ads for it and I'm like oh god really I should have used a an incognito tab <laughs> um, but it's another supplement company called ladder that I guess was originally created by Arnold Schwarzenegger and LeBron James and then what? Beachbody just like bought it um, okay and now it's a Beachbody brand but again when you see the ads like I would not have known it was a Beachbody brand had I not already looked that up I would have no, just thought it was you like you never a, know trendy yeah yeah it goes 100%. all the way to the top <laughs> um, okay so goes all the way to the top so getting towards the end of our timeline here in 21 2021 some oh also wait I did want to <laughs> mention this and maybe you saw this on about the social media stuff so in 2020 yes like, at the very I, beginning of the pandemic like
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, March 2020 do you want to talk about that real quick Th- this is why I almost uh this is the uh, sidebar you saved me from at the beginning. Um, so again, I said,
0: hold on, wait, we're going to pause real quick so I can, um, get a water and then you tell the story of the beach body controversy of the first week of the pandemic. Okay. One second. Okay. I'm ready.
1: Okay. So let's talk about beach body and March, 2020. I also just realized I think we've talked about this before, but uh, part of the brilliance of the name Beachbody is that I just did a quick Google search of Beachbody COVID to make sure that I didn't miss any part of this. Uh, and when you Google Beachbody, because it's also a search term and not just a company, the search results get buried. It's not just talking up. You, I don't just get no. hits about what Beachbody trainers said during the early days of COVID. I also get, Oh, how to get your beach body back after COVID. So if you Google like beach body problematic, it's going to take you to an article about the term itself and not the company, not the company. Um, Ooh, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh, autumn. I, autumn Calabrese. I don't want to go. I never want to go in too heavy on like any one person in particular, but This woman is an arch nemesis I didn't know I had. um, And now I'm (laughs) really upset because I know it's someone I'm going to check on all the time. And just to anger myself, uh, she's actually extremely bad for my health because my blood pressure is through the roof right now. Um, (laughs) But this is March 7th, 2020. She posted a (laughs) screenshot of a Facebook post, I think, that said... 2009 swine flu is going to kill us all 2010 BP oil is going to kill us all 2011 Obamacare is going to kill us all 2012 Mayan quote unquote end of the world is going to kill us all keeps going through that North Korea Ebola Disney measles and ISIS Zika fake news migrant caravans measles and then it goes 2020 coronavirus is going to kill us all first of all aside from the like obvious far right dog whistles in there um she then said swipe right to see the real killer and it says warning (sighs) we're gonna get some you know massively fat phobic language in here and stuff this is just kind of the name of the game so i probably should have said a warning before i read all that but um if you'd rather not get really really angry today maybe pause (laughs) skip forward like Um, two minutes (laughs) yeah swipe right to see the real killer coronavirus kills three thousand people and we lose our shit obesity kills about 300,000 people annually. And we come out with a new flavor of Doritos. There's, there's so much to unpack, uh, in this one slide. First of all, that 300,000 number is like really a mess. It's a number no one can agree on those like lifestyle diseases that she claims. Like all of that research is really faulty because you can't reverse engineer things like that. Also, then making like the quip about Doritos to be like funny and cute is so stupid. And then mm. she, her, ca- shall I read the caption? I'm going to read the caption. If you please. Mm. Your initial reaction to seeing these two slides might be that this is an insensitive spelled incorrectly, by the way, um, post about the COVID-19 pandemic. I assure you it is not read on. Oh, it's not an insensitive post. I'm so grateful to know that. Okay. Oh. Um, Lifestyle diseases including but not limited to diabetes, heart disease and high blood pressure take over 31 million lives a year. I don't know where she's getting that number. That's different from the 300,000 she just quoted. She says, "The worst part is you are 100% in control of it if it happens to you." Uh. <sighs> Then she says, um, "Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!" <laughs> no, sorry, I know not what's you. going on in the world <laughs> right now is scary. I'm watching the news, doing all I can to protect myself. Blah blah. blah. Why do we spring into action to prevent COVID nineteen, but we don't spring into action to stop lifestyle diseases? Um, we need to do all we can to fight this pandemic. But as it's happening, I'm watching people stock up on fake foods and soda. We will get this crisis under control, <laughs> will we, Autumn? Uh, but when will we get this? The Obsession epidemic under control. I think she means obesity there. Um Yeah, and girl, just you're a reminder the one who has made
0: multiple workout programs literally called
1: obsession. Obsession. Huh? Also, huh? just a reminder to everyone, like Carolyn and I don't use the word obesity. It's extremely like <laughs> triggering and maligning yeah. for people. Just because the medical community uses it doesn't mean it's a uh a non-harmful word. Uh we're just using it here because that's what she's saying. Just If you have any questions about that, we're happy to answer. Um, Then she says, not everything is in our control and that's scary, but what we put into our bodies, what we don't put into our bodies, choosing to exercise and get enough rest so our immune system is strong, that is in our control. That will keep you healthy and help you stay protected against all sorts of germs. It would also save hundreds of thousands of lives if we paid a little more attention to our daily health and if harmful chemicals, additives, preservatives, and tons of processed sugar wasn't allowed to be added to our food. Just something to think about. Heart emoji. uh, Also, before we... This post is still up. This post is still available on her Instagram, wow. and people continue to comment on it being like, uh, Hey, Autumn, now 300,000 people are dead from the coronavirus pandemic. So, is this a good time to take the post down? Like, people, eh. <laughs> she also, and then people are tagging Beachbody. They didn't say anything about that. People are like, This is really tacky. Why would you say this? Um, someone said, This is V. J- Jillian Michaels, and it's not a good look. Um, And then I also found from her personal (laughs) Facebook page, when when I searched uh, Autumn Calabrese COVID, another post from September 7th, 2021. So at this point, how many casualties of COVID-19 worldwide at this point? September 2021 yeah yeah. um there's something that's been weighing on my heart I want to talk about it I need to talk about it I haven't said anything because I am not here to debate politics but what I need to say has nothing to do with politics it's facts and it's about our health and then she talks about how uh we know for a fact that being clinically overweight or obese ups the risk factor for COVID which we don't know that for a fact it's been debunked um and then she's like vaccine or no vaccine mask or no mask being obese brings inherent risks uh and then like tags a podcast and then Here's the thing. We don't have to be afraid of this because we are in control of this. You have the power to get up and exercise. It doesn't have to be a crazy workout or a long workout. Go for a walk. You have the power to decide what you eat. You can choose veggies, fruit, lean protein, and healthy carbs over sugary sodas, processed crap, and fake food. You don't need a gym membership. You don't need to spend a ton of money on a nutritionist. If you're looking for guidance, try one of my workouts on Beachbody On Demand. (laughs) We're in a fight for our lives, so join the fight. Pick up a piece of broccoli instead of a candy bar and all caps fight for your life. So we're hitting Uh, fear mongering around food. We're hitting extreme fat phobia. We're hitting, you don't need to spend a bunch of time or money on this, but please spend hundreds of dollars a month on my program. Um, your what else are we hitting? Uh, talking about that weight is in people's control, and we know for the most part it's not. Um, it's just I mean it's really- ableist
0: more than anything. Yeah. it like insinuating <sighs> that just anyone has the ability and the resources and the skills and the time. And whatever to just eat broccoli and exercise, and as if those two things are all it takes to "quote unquote" be healthy. Like, so to say that like just going for a walk and eating broccoli is going to like prevent any and all disease and is going to save your life when there are people dealing with much more influential things that they don't have control over that are making them sick, that are putting them at risk of early death. Like, eh, ew, ew.
1: That's, it's just incorrect. It's, it's, it's really disgusting behavior. Like, it's, it's so incorrect on so many levels. Like, I, and yeah, yeah. I had, like, six coherent things to say. And it's just shaming. There's so much shame. Just yelling. Yeah, and also, again, not to make this about the pandemic, but this is a year and a half into the pandemic when we've already seen, like, early days of March 2020, there was a lot of confusion. I don't think that post was appropriate. I think that post was deeply horrible and inappropriate. But... There was confusion about what was happening. It had not been labeled a pandemic yet. To hold that viewpoint of, like, ignore COVID and just do my workouts in September
0: 2021? Anyways. Uh, yeah. What were you going to say? Okay, so the interesting thing is that was not the controversy I was I was thinking of in, tw- in March 2020. Are you serious? <laughs> I have Holy something completely shit. Okay. different to talk about. <gasps> so in um in my research I also listened to a couple episodes of uh, this podcast that's like it's like an anti MLM podcast but they did a couple episodes okay. on Beachbody and they both came out mm. in early um early pandemic days. So the first one um first episode came out on March 30th, 2020. And this is the one where they, they talk about this. So, um, and I kind of remember this happening. So do you remember, he's probably still making content, but, um, he's that guy who like, like holds up the signs that just like say like quippy little messages on them that it's like, Oh, this is like what everybody's thinking. It's like a guy with sign
1: cardboard sign. Yeah.
0: Yes. And so he made a post, in like late March um, that was that said like stop posting your home workouts and it was meant to be kind of sarcastic of like because at the beginning of the pandemic I don't know how many people remember this um, but there was definitely an uptick in like both fitness professionals and non-fitness professionals like just posting a lot about their home workouts and like absolutely whatever do you it remember was the harmless, push-up challenges yeah. Things like that. And like his post was a joke. He was just pointing out that, yeah, it's kind of annoying seeing all of these workout posts. I don't care about your workout. Obviously people are allowed to post whatever they want. And like it wasn't necessarily a bad thing that people were posting about their workouts. He was just trying to say like, like this is annoying. Ha ha. Here's a joke post about it. Whatever. Like comedy, satire, whatever you want to call it. But Beachbody had like oh, a no. like a corporate response to this, basically. I I think if I'm remembering correctly, <laughs> I forgot to take notes, but I'm I'm pretty sure it was Dan Dykler himself, like the CEO of Beachbody posted on, he doesn't have an Instagram page anymore that I can find, but he posted basically being like, this is wrong. Like this is harmful messaging. Just like Autumn was saying, like, because like obesity and lifestyle diseases kill people. So keep posting your workouts and better yet, sign up for Beachbody and post your Beachbody workout. So I think the reason that Autumn didn't have to take that post down is because that was Beachbody's pandemic advertisement strategy. They were stoked that gyms were closed and that people were canceling their memberships at workout studios because for them, this was an opportunity to get more people on their platform. So they were going all in with really intense advertising, their um, their coaches and their MLM program, which we'll talk about, uh, their trainers, everyone was really pushing this message. And the language that he used, and this was the funniest part to me, he called the people working out at home and posting their workouts heroes. Like literally appropriating the language of like frontline workers being heroes, healthcare workers being heroes. He's saying like, no, you who are doing a workout at home and posting an Instagram story about doing sit-ups, you are a hero in this pandemic. And people were like, dude, what? (laughs) Like, that, like, obviously, I'm trying- it's fine for people to post their workouts. This is such a dramatic response to this guy's stupid joke. And, like, you are literally just trying to capitalize off of a global pandemic to sell more memberships to your already massive, like, workout site in a really
1: predatory way. Two things. I will say one, I really enjoy the implication that they called, like, a team strategy meeting about that meme. (laughs) That's really delightful. And number two, it worked. Because when I Googled Beachbody COVID, it brought up how much freaking money, how much profits improved because of their on-demand streaming platforms during the early days of the pandemic. It referred to the COVID-19 pandemic as a boon for the Beachbody company.
0: Yes. And not that I think it's bad that they necessarily saw an increase in profits. Like, I think uh, I also saw like an increase in my online training clients because I had, totally. to, you know, I don't think and that's bad And things like Peloton part. took it's, off. It's like... just the way, yeah, it's the way that they were just trying to like co-opt the conversation and shift the conversation and be like, no, you don't have to worry about public health. You don't have to worry about whatever just keep doing your workouts like that's the good and heroic thing to do sign up for our platform and keep working out. Like that is your social responsibility in all of this. And like, I know I as a fitness professional really avoided even insinuating any kind of message like that because I knew how inappropriate it was. And like any advertising I did was always with the caveat of, I know people are hurting right now. Like you might be too stressed to start an exercise program. You might not have the money for it if you've been like furloughed from your job. But if this is something that you have decided is best for you in this moment, hi, I do have an online offering now and I'm available if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Not trying to like convince people that this is somehow
1: like a moral thing to do. That's so, it like, ugh, it's so gross. I don't know. I don't know. No, I I've, I've felt the same thing with advertising. It was like it felt shitty it felt like taking advantage it was like if you've already decided you want this like here it is but I'm not going to suggest that anyone should be doing this right now like it's just workouts yeah and I'm not going to shame that deep.
0: you if you decide not to work out because that's the other piece of it it's basically saying like if you're not working out and not focusing on your health quote-unquote by working out and dieting through this global event, then like you're a bad person and you should be ashamed. Yeah, I'm not
1: going to say that doing little squat jumps in my living room is as heroic as being on the front lines of fighting a global pandemic. What a bonehead. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) He's so angry. Uh, Yeah. So that okay, so that was 2020. That was a longer um, sidebar than I meant to take there. So I'm just going to breeze through the rest of this. Okay, so to finish up the timeline here, um, in 2021, a couple of really big things kind of business-wise happened with Beachbody. So basically, they went public on the New York Stock Exchange, and this happened simultaneously with a merger that happened between Beachbody and a company called Mix Fitness, M-Y-X fit- Fitness. Um, and Mix Fitness is essentially a competitor to peloton so they are an exercise bike company and mm. now beach body and mix fitness are like one in the same so just like they have beach body on demand and open fit the third like pillar of their like business is this mix fitness exercise bike and it's the bike itself and then the programs for it can be found on their like on-demand platform and this was like like business-wise, like a big deal um, for the company and for Carl Deichler, which I'm pretty sure earlier I called him Dan Deichler. Why do I have such a problem with calling men by their actual first names? Like my brain has like a block to it. it. I don't know what to do. Um, (laughs) Thank you. So Carl... became a billionaire through this deal so um oh good
1: for Carl
0: congrats I guess (laughs) yeah congrats (laughs) I guess um and this seemed to be an important merger and like a, a significant decision to address their dropping revenue problem So they had their like most profitable year before the pandemic. They had their most profitable year in 2017 where they reported $1 billion in sales. And then just two years later, that had dropped to $756 million in sales, which is still an astronomical amount of money, but significantly less (laughs) than what they had had previously. It did go Mm. up in 2020 uh, due to the pandemic, um, but not up to a billion and not past a billion. So I think the hope is that with this merger, they'll be able to fix that growth problem and continue to just keep making more and more money every year for a reason. Um,
1: <laughs> so Not to go on like a capitalist ramp, but it is also insane that companies expect to just make more money every single year, one right after the other, more and more and more. Like when does it end? Like you made a billion dollars, right? when does it end? Well, that and that's the thing. Boggles it's like, my mind it, if <laughs> as a make, small if you business make five
0: hundred yeah. If you make five hundred million dollars one year and then you make six hundred million dollars the next year, that is obviously considered like an improvement. That is good, that is better. But then if the year after yeah. that you only make five hundred and fifty million then you're somehow a failure and you're losing and that's bad. You made $550 million. Like how could that possibly <laughs> yeah, shut be up. bad? It, <laughs> like the only let's take on big thing business net growth. Like, oh my God. You know, maybe I just need someone who studied economics to explain it to me, but it just literally does not compute in my head. Um, but anyway, so let's switch gears a little bit. That basically brings us up to today. Like in this year, I think they've, uh, Released a couple of programs that we will talk about in a moment, but I want to talk about the whole multi level marketing thing because that is the whole other beast of this conversation that we haven't really gotten into, and it is what a lot of people know Beachbody for. Mm -hmm. So I've got a little explanation here, so I'm just gonna kind of do my spiel and then we can talk about it. I guess
1: sounds great, okay?
0: So Team Beachbody, which is the MLM portion of the company, advertises itself to new members as an accountability program. Basically, if you sign up as a Beachbody coach, then you gain access to the Beachbody groups that allow you to like check in about your workouts and communicate with other people in the group and it also provides some other benefits. Excuse me. That I'll get to in a moment. So from the website, um, this is what it says. What does it mean to be a beach body coach? It means the ability to help yourself and others live healthier, more fulfilling lives with the opportunity to earn additional income along the way. It's being passionate about helping to end the trend of obesity in this country. Uh, all by doing what you love staying fit and healthy while inspiring others to do the same it's whether you're already a uh uh-huh this is their like this is their pitch for people to become a coach so (sighs) okay yeah (laughs) this is what it says on like the become become a coach page okay Whether you are already a product of the product, which we'll talk about what that means in a moment. Uh, Well, no, it says it here. Someone, yeah, a product of the product. Someone who has found success through one of our world-class fitness and nutrition solutions, I love that they call them solutions and not programs. Um, Mm. Well, I don't love it. I find it fascinating. Whether you are inspired by watching a friend or family member transform their lives in the same way, becoming a coach can reward you in ways you never thought possible, physically, personally, and financially. So there's the sales pitch. And if I didn't already know that MLMs are a bad deal, I might think that that sounds pretty good. But so this whole like product of the product that they talk about, what mm. what exactly is the product? Mm. In the case of the MLM, the product is Shakeology supplements and Beachbody on-demand memberships. So when it comes okay. down to it, Team Beachbody... Even though it's described like if if you had like a coach approach you and be like, oh, do you want to be a part of a part of this group? Like you sign up. It's just like a little onboarding fee and then you get all these amazing benefits and you get access to this accountability group because I know you're working on your health and fitness goals. Mm. I know you're trying to lose weight after having the baby. I know you're trying to make a little side income, (laughs) blah, 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 blah. It's advertised as that, like a personal development accountability program, but what is it really? It is a vehicle for selling supplements and their workout programs in the structure of a multi-level marketing company. Because as we've already established, Beachbody is a sales company Uh, based on the numbers, based on the clear objectives of their CEO and the kind of bogus generic nature of the programs they put out, what actually matters to the company, not necessarily the individual trainers. I can't know what the trainer's goals are, but the company and Dan and not Dan, Carl and John. (laughs) They're, they are making, they're trying to make money. That is their objective. They are trying to make money. And an MLM is a great way for the person who started it to make a whole lot of money. Mm. So Beachbody claims to be this health and fitness company, but what they really are is a direct sales company. And the product that they are selling is workout programs and diet products. I said that earlier. They claim to care about helping people improve their health and fitness, but what they are really doing is utilizing diet culture rhetoric to hit people's pain points about their insecurities, their fears about being fat or sick, or not fitting into society's definition of having a good body. While the workouts and the supplements they provide are like perfectly fine, like there's nothing inherently wrong with them, they're nothing revolutionary. There are hundreds of trainers who can provide the same types of workouts and dozens of companies selling com- comparable supplements for a lot less money. The reason Beachbody is so successful successful is because of the way that they've constructed a belief within their customer base that it is Beachbody products and services In particular, not just exercise and healthy eating in general, that they need Mm. in order to be fit and healthy. And this is where the MLM structure really comes in and is really useful for them. Team Beachbody is an accountability group, yes, but not for health and fitness. It is a structure that holds Beachbody's customers accountable to continuing to purchase their products, programs, and supplements for as long as possible. It creates extra incentive for brand loyalty by tying your personal financial situation to the products that you buy. So let me explain how it works. This is why I wrote a script. (laughs) Good for you. Unlike some other MLMs, thank you. Unlike some other MLMs like Herbalife or LuLaRoe, you don't need to personally hold on to an inventory of product. But that doesn't mean it's free to be a part of it. Oh, no. To become a coach, you need to pay a fee of $40 for your business starter pack. But that fee is waived if instead you decide to purchase a total solution pack, which is essentially a package deal of supplements, a uh, Beachbody online membership, and whatever else happens to be in the pack
1: that you choose. But Um, but
0: So that is how you actually get... Aren't
1: hmm? you buying those things anyway? Because wouldn't you need to use the product to coach the product? Like...
0: Well, exactly. So okay. you don't need to buy the stuff in order to be classified as a Beachbody coach, which coach, interesting choice of words for them. They are a sales rep, right? They're they're not certified in anything. Yeah. But in order to be a Beachbody coach, all you have to do on paper. So you need to either pay that $40 to just have the title or if you have any chance of being able to actually participate in the group, like doing the workout programs or
2: Mm -hmm. knowing
0: what the supplements are so that you can sell them to other people, you need to buy that starter pack. Um, but that $40 fee is waived if you buy the starter pack. So it's only $120. (sighs) Mm. So, um, yeah. And then there's also a $15 monthly business fee. Um, Whatever that is. What could that so possibly a coach, mean? <laughs> it's like an administrative fee or whatever. Like when you buy like concert tickets online and they charge you like 50% okay, okay. of the ticket's value for administrative. Yeah, that's so annoying. Whatever. It's so dumb. But um, anyway, uh, as a coach, in addition to like that starter pack that you buy, you also get certain perks. Like access to that online group that is just... The downline of the person who brought you in. Um, you get commission mm-hmm. from any sales that you make, or okay. you also get um, bonuses based on the success of the people in your downline if you have brought people in. And you also get the opportunity mm-hmm. to attend um, special events and go on like company trips and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. how do you make money as a beach body coach? The money mostly comes from like. Shakeology sales, and also um, the any like memberships to Beachbody online that people in your downline have, or that you have just recruited to buy it. I guess even if they're not okay. also a coach, so you get commission from that. Depending on what it is, you either get a percentage of the sale, or you get there's like a bonus structure based on the whole downline system. It really doesn't matter what the actual numbers are. I'm not going to go into it. So the interesting thing is, is that Beachbody coaches, in order to maintain that like title and status, only need to sell Uh $55 worth of product in order to stay in it. And that is nothing because the supplements are freaking expensive. I was thinking, oh, I was going to say, isn't that like half a bag of shake? Less than half a bag of Shakeology is a hundred thirty dollars. So <gasps> if you sign up as a coach, a
1: hundred thirty dollars and hundred thirty dollars. I knew it was expensive. I thought it was less- because,
0: yeah, right. So sorry. Here, here's, the, here's the interesting thing. Yeah, here's the interesting thing. Mm-hmm. So because as a coach, you make commission on your sales. That also includes okay. the things that you are purchasing for personal use. So you effectively get like a 25% discount on any products or services or whatever that you buy, but you get it in the form of like a commission check at the end of the month. So you have to make the purchase and then you'll get like 25% of it back as a part of your commissions check.
1: But theoretically, you could sign up to be a coach and just, (laughs) this sounds like buying a gift card to the store you want to shop at and then using that so you get like the discount. So this would just be- you sign up, you buy the product through yourself and then you get to like why would yes. you not just do that?
0: <laughs> and that fact is going to be very important in a moment. <laughs> so, oh, technically, <laughs> technically uh-huh. And th- this is why it is a an MLM and not a pyramid scheme because you are not being paid di- for recruitment directly. Technically, you okay. do not need to have a downline at all in order to make money. You can just get people to buy the supplements like through your link or using your code or whatever and you make the commission Mm. off of that and that can be where you get all of your money you can just sell 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 the product and make that 25 percent commission on everything but sales is hard especially when you aren't working in a store and you are like hustling as an independent person with no budget (laughs) like Mm. helping you for like advertising and marketing and stuff and you are working unpaid hours for commission so logically Mm -hmm. what is the best way to ensure consistent sales you get your customers committed to a monthly purchase of the product and you do that Mm. by signing them on as coaches in your downline so (laughs) Instead of just reeling in, like finding new customers in random places every every month, you reel someone in one time, lock them in, and get them to join Beachbody, and now they have a personal investment in buying something every month because they get that commission check, and now you have someone in your downline that you are making a bonus on every month. Mm. Tricky, tricky. Mm. And everybody is just paying back into the company itself, buying the product from Beachbody and Beachbody, a.k.a. Carl, a.k.a. Dan, is the one who is seeing the majority of those profits. Like I said, MLMs are a great investment, an amazing money making investment for the person who starts the company.
1: Um, I'm also thinking about so, just how the fitness industry in general preys on mm-hmm. young people, preys on mm-hmm. uh, new parents, preys on people in like precarious financial situations and how MLMs do that too. And how this is the perfect convergence yep. of making yeah, people vulnerable and if, then exploiting um, them.
0: I don't know if this is still true, but I think they had for. Um, like military spouses or like armed forces spouses, um, an additional discount for like the startup fees, which is just extra slimy. Oh God. I, ooh, talk oh, about a vulnerable man. population. Um.
1: Anyway. Mm. Uh, I will also say, because I? we did reach out for uh, people's personal experiences, anecdotes, things of that nature with Beachbody. And I had multiple people, uh, reach out to me who had been beach body coaches in the past and been like, I was making serious money. It's I wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily being scammed. And I first of all, I'm happy that those people didn't lose a bunch of money on that. That's my sure. big takeaway. My second takeaway is that how how vast is that web then? If you're making that amount of money on these products, on that how down many people line, below the people you
0: are not making that money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, (laughs) if you buy into something like that, it's a point of pride and it can be a point of embarrassment to get yourself out of a situation like that. So Mm -hmm. you might not hear about the people who sign on and then, uh, Have trouble getting out of it because I also heard that the subscriptions are incredibly difficult to cancel, which is another tactic by the fitness industry that gyms and monthly subscriptions count on you not canceling them. Gyms don't want you to go to them, they don't want you to be there. They just need you to pay those monthly for it and not show up. Exactly, that's what they count on, and they trap you with the subscription. Um, For sure. Is fitness just a giant MLM, Carolyn? Oh no! I'm having a crisis. (laughs) I think
0: whether or not it's an MLM, there are lots of different predatory business structures out there. Let's put it that way. Yes. Um, Okay. So, moving on. So while you do not need to, or like, again, unlike other MLMs, where you need to buy the product directly from like the representative from the salesperson. Mm -hmm. You don't need to do that with Beachbody. You can buy Shakeology products and uh, Beachbody online memberships just through the website. You don't need to do it through a coach. Um, Okay. And yeah, all of these products are just available to purchase. Despite that, it's easy to see why the MLM portion of the company has been so successful it's like we said before, their products are really expensive. So once you're convinced to try it and you either like it or you are convinced that it is necessary for you to take these protein shakes and do these specific workout programs in order for you to be healthy, you're going Mm -hmm. to be inclined to find a way to get a discount on that because it's really expensive. Um, So Mm. yeah, just to It makes it more affordable to become a coach. But once you're in, you are now surrounded by this, like, this world of quote unquote encouragement and accountability and like business coaching from your upline. What it really is is manipulation that keeps you in. So you are spending your own money month after month back into this same system that you are being emotionally manipulated and financially manipulated to stay in the best case scenario well i mean i guess the best best case scenario is that you're one of the lucky ones who actually does make money from it which we'll get to how likely that is the i guess the second best case scenario is that you're someone who just genuinely likes the products and services and you get a discount on something you would be buying anyway And the worst Mm. case scenario is that you are someone spending money that you don't have on like a get rich quick promise, buying products that you would not buy otherwise and like trying to convince people to get into the same situation as you to make up for all of the money that you have lost. Um, Mm. And that unfortunately is the situation that a lot of people find themselves in, not just with Beachbody, but with every MLM. So... Last year, they actually made a little change to their structure. So instead of just coach being the lowest tier, they now also have what's called a preferred customer account. So what this basically means is that you are a part of it and you get a discount, but you don't have to sell the products and you're not counted as a coach. And this was probably a strategic move to make their income disclosure statements seem less bad. <laughs> um, there is okay. actually a YouTube video I watched. Yeah. It, I'm not going to go into all of it, but there's this woman, um, Deanna Mims, who was a pretty successful Beachbody coach for uh, a while. And she has since left the company and now makes a lot of, um, like MLM anti MLM content on YouTube. And she has a number mm-hmm. of videos about beach body and she has one that goes a deep dive into their 2021 income disclosure statement that every MLM legally has to um, release every single year. And she really breaks it down and talks about like, based on her knowledge from like being on the inside, like why did they make certain changes from last year? Like what do these like, language choices mean like what are they maybe trying mm. to like smoke screen behind what they actually wrote down so if you're interested in that deanna mims highly recommend go watch your youtube video but i'm just going to go over kind of the highlights of that income disclosure statement so that we can look at what the numbers actually are yeah so they restructured it a little bit um and it's basically just another way of getting people to buy into that monthly purchase but now the bar is lower because you don't actually have to be a coach you don't have to try to sell it And it's a little less expensive for you, so now you are going to buy it for longer because it feels more affordable. So overall, they make more money because you're buying more Shakeology. And you are now immersed in this world where there's going to be constantly people around you pressuring you to get involved at a higher level and become a coach. Um, So let's talk some numbers. Yeah, the ones in the latest income disclosure statement. So this is from uh, 2021. So 75% of reps, coaches, reps, are at the Mm -hmm. lowest coach rank. So this is not the preferred customer rank. This is the lowest of the coach ranks. 75% of reps are at that rank. And they earned an average of just $491 throughout the year. The highest earner Mm. in this category did earn $41,000. But that was just... The highest earner, the lowest earner earned $10, because I think that is literally the amount that you get back if you personally buy one Shakeology item Mm -hmm. and get the commission check on just that one purchase that you made personally. Sure. (laughs) So there's no real way to make zero, but you can make 10. Um, so you can imagine how many people had to earn next to nothing in order to skew that average so low, so far away from 41,000 to where it's mm-hmm. just under 500. On the high end, the star diamond level, which is like the top tier reps, the people with the biggest downlines under them, this is only 1.3% of total reps compared to 75% that I said before. The highest earner in this category made close to $3 million in 2021. Oh my God. But again, the average is a lot lower, only $120,000, which is still a significant amount of money, but this is in the top 1% of the company. Top Mm. 1% is the Mm -hmm. average. So still a lot of people have to be making less than that $120,000 to skew that $3 million number down so low. I'm not a statistician. I'm not great at math, but that is how averages work. (laughs) so the lowest in this category this star diamond category was eight hundred dollars so there was somebody who was in this top category and who knows maybe they quit one day into the year and they made eight hundred dollars on that day but it still shows that there's a vast range of money that you can make it is not guaranteed um so yeah the chance of making an actual livable income through selling Beachbody, you have to be in the top 1% of the company. And even if you are, it's not a given that you will be able to like support yourself with that money. It is not a reliable way to make a living. So, one more thing that I do want to mention that she talked about in this video is that these numbers are just the sales numbers. It does not take into account the expenses related to being a beach body coach, things like purchasing. Early access to new programs, which they are all encouraged to do every single time so that they can Mm. get a first peek at it and try it, be a part of that test run so that they can sell it better to everyone else. Um, Mm. Equipment for new programs, because with every new program comes out, you need to buy a little something extra to make it work for you at home. There's the monthly business fees. And then especially once you get into those top levels, those leadership levels, there's the costs of going on trips to summits, leadership retreats and conferences conferences and these are not paid for by Beachbody. You have to pay to go to these yourself. Being in Beachbody and being a top earner gives you the opportunity to go the mm-hmm. invitation, but you still have to pay for it
1: yourself. And um this Deanna like was exactly saying like that uh Andy Frizella's legionnaires. Yes, whatever. exactly, exactly yeah.
0: like that <laughs> legionnaires. I forgot about that. I don't know what it was um, called. But, I yeah, blocked she, it out. <laughs> I think it is, yeah, because we made the joke that it sounded like an airline, Um, but (laughs) (laughs) anyway, um, so Deanna said that like she, from her personal experience, spent around $1,000 every time she went to one of these trips. So even if you're making like, like this is a side hustle for you and you're making like 10, 12 grand a year through it, which is a significant amount of money, if you then have to go spend $4,000 of that on these leadership retreats in order to be considered like a part of the in-group, Your money is going to start to go away pretty fast. So, okay. So that, that is the end of my spiel. So before we get into like some stories, Laura, have you ever been propositioned by a beach body coach?
1: Um, I've, I've never been asked directly. Um, I think I've, I've been in circumstances where, I knew where I needed to go if I wanted to join. Um, But I don't know if that's just because the people I was around were less pushy. Um, But no, I've Mm -hmm. never like been in a conversation where I've had to actively be like, no, I don't want to do this. And I've never considered Mm -hmm. joining. How about you? Yeah.
0: Stop. Stop talking about your pyramid scheme. Um, So never in like an in-person conversation. I've also never tried a Shakeology product or anything. The only Beachbody body um, product I've ever done was the P90X workouts mm. but I did I have had three people reach out to me online throughout my life one was a girl I went to high school with she is no longer involved I don't think she was in it for very long I kind of felt bad for her um, mm-hmm. that she got mixed up in it and then two just random people who like cold DM'd me on Instagram and we're like, Hey hon, <laughs> I see you're into health and fitness. And like, you're like a trainer. Have you ever thought expanding your business and becoming a beach body coach? Um, and I don't remember if I, I probably didn't ignore them cause I knew that they were like, poor, manipulated (laughs) people, um, in, in this like shitty, uh, job, um, not even a real job. And I was just like, Oh no, thank you. Like, I'm not looking to take on any, any new, uh, like things at this time, but I appreciate you reaching out to me. Um, and it's just crazy because in another video that Deanna did, she, uh, maybe it wasn't her, maybe it was someone else, but, um, Oh, it was somebody else, but they called in not actually called in, but they, they like reacted to, I guess, a mm-hmm. video recording of a Zoom call of what's called a power hour. This was from a year or two ago, but basically it's where okay. a coach will get their downline together on a video call and give like a weird pep talk in the beginning. Some of the shit this woman was saying was so bizarre. Um, Like she was, <laughs> she was having excuse me, having them like jump up and down and like breathe in this weird way. And she's like, and if like snot starts to come out of your nose, just like wipe it away and throw it on the haters. <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> what? And then she was like, Ugh. now put your hand over your heart. And then she started saying some stuff. And she's like, no, I know it feels weird how we're all sitting here grabbing our boobs. And I'm like, ma'am, what are you talking about? So just like oh the God. weirdest girl boss shit. You- but in that conversation, like, They said all kinds of wacky things. They even talked about how, like, if someone says that they, like, can't afford it because they're, like, paying for cancer treatment, then what you have to tell them is, like, actually, because you have cancer, that's, like, the reason why you need Shakeology. Like, the most manipulative sales tactics I have ever heard of. But not too dissimilar from the things I was told to say to my clients at the gym I used to work at where I had to sell supplements. So... Ugh, it's all there But this power hour They basically did that pep talk Did some Q&A And then they sat there in silence For an hour Basically just like co-working But what they had to be doing That whole hour Was just sending DMs and messages And, and texts to people That sounds like hell Oh my because, god <sighs> Because no We're not a pyramid scheme Because we make money off of selling products But all that we care about And all that we talk to our downline about Is recruiting <laughs> Just like, Oh my God,
1: I've never been like, I've never been a network marketer, but I have worked retail and I have had managers push me into selling women like hundred dollar leggings they didn't need because we have to meet a quota. And I, this really, really sad part is that like the good people who get swept up in MLMs like this, like you're not working for yourself. You're working for Dan and Carl. You're, you're selling that stuff for, wait, what are their names? It's not. Uh, Carl and John. Dan Dan is the the fake one. (laughs) And their imaginary friend, Dan. Um, (laughs) Like, oh God, it just, nobody likes to sell. Nobody likes to cold push things at people, right? Like, I had to sign people up for credit cards. when you're that that
0: invested and you've been like gaslit into thinking that like, okay, yeah, this product is the best thing that's ever been developed. These workout programs are are revolutionary and this is what everybody needs
1: and that's the beach body ethos right if you fail at this it's your effort that you didn't put in it's not the beach body program it's that you weren't committed enough you didn't believe enough you listened to the haters you let it get to you you didn't push through you weren't obsessed whether it's your business and the money or your you know weight loss results that they're going to show it's the program works so it must be you it's exactly Emperor's and that's why they
0: push this that's why they push this product of the product so hard because they're basically like if you've had a good experience with this if you lost any weight on one of our programs if you liked drinking our protein shakes then like we need you to evangelize this to everyone you know because if you liked it or if it worked for you then it clearly is the best thing in the world is the only thing that could have worked and everybody else needs it too. And that's what they, they're literally indoctrinating their coaches into this mindset and whether the coaches actually believe it or just pretend to believe it because they know that their personal finances require them to regurgitate this in order to sell enough things to make enough money that month. It doesn't really matter It keeps drawing more people in and keeps putting more people in this shitty, shitty position of being at the bottom of the MLM period, uh, pyramid.
1: And like your friend that recruited you, who's your coach who you don't want to let down and the like lean, oily people, the like very, very shiny, mean people who yell at you on your computer. Like there's a whole the kind of myth of these accountability programs is that there's like a whole social network built in and it's meant to be supportive but it turns into like cult stuff where you're yeah. shunning people and shaming people for not adhering to these indoctrinated beliefs. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. All right, everybody. So, this is this episode's obviously getting really long. We want to spend a few minutes kind of wrapping up talking about some of their more current offerings and then just our final opinions on whether we recommend beach body or not. I know we promised personal stories. Um, we're going to put them behind the paywall. So if you want to, uh, hear, (laughs) we're going to take a note
1: out of beach body's book and we're going to slap them behind a paywall.
0: And I guess before we do our final few minutes here, this will be a good time for me to plug our super patrons who are in our uh, top tier and we love them so much. It is uh, Emma, Julia and Amelia. Welcome to the club. I know we're like ragging on sales and then we're doing our own little sales things, (laughs) but uh, that's just the way (laughs) of the world, baby. And we actually love the things that we create and we are not being told to do it by... Um Dan someone named Dan. John. <laughs> John. Todd. John. Andy. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey. Um <laughs> Okay. So Carolyn, uh, no, Jeffrey's the- behind
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oakley? Um wait. Okay. Oh
0: Oakley is the dog and he is still on the couch. I just okay. cannot see him. He blends in. Um okay, so last few minutes here. Um, let's talk about this whole gut health thing. Cause this is their oh newest God. offering. So that was my Laura, first,
1: <laughs> the thing I almost dove into. So yeah. Autumn so tell us about this 21 gut day fix, offering. 80 day obsession, uh, fame. My, my new arch nemesis, um, sh- her newest program is a four week, no impact program. That's billed as for everybody and the nutrition plan to go along with that is a 4 week gut health program which i will point out that this woman has no nutrition education certification licensure she's certainly not a registered dietitian from what i can tell i don't know who was brought on to build this program from the way it is advertised it was it's just the brainchild of autumn and the experience well, that Laura, qualifies her to
0: she is Thin and muscular, so she must know how to eat correctly and we don't, right? Yes,
1: Carolyn. And what you're forgetting is that okay. her her story, her relatability story, is that she healed her own gut health. So she oh, must right. be qualified to help other people now because that's how that works. If it works for you, it must work for everyone else so you can monetize it and sell it. That's um, right. She
0: was gassy from drinking all that water before her meals. And, <laughs> and so now she's going to tell you how to... No, I'm sorry. She... In all likelihood, she was dealing with an actual medical condition, um, but that doesn't qualify her to give people gut health advice. Yeah, anyway, there's continue.
1: also a strong p- possibility that the medical condition might have been eating 1,200 calories a day of just, like, raw fiber food. <laughs> and then, like, well, the well. oh, I'm going to start, this is my head bashing phase again, but, like, the things they're using to sell the gut health program are, like, Do you experience inconsistency with your bowel movements, uncomfortable cramping and sensations in your abdomen and like hair, skin and nails and all of those things that are often indicators that a person is not eating enough mood, irritability, sleep problems. They can also be a, an indicator of something much more, you know, much more of a problem than that. But that is a question for your doctor and a registered dietitian and not, the thin shiny lady on Instagram um yes I think this program just so clearly points to uh kind of the fitness to wellness shift that we've seen in the industry as a whole they're trying to capitalize on you know a a bend towards like holisticism and being like oh mental health is important but then they're talking about like no excuses, just eat this way. I did uh screen record a couple clips of Autumn talking about why she eats the way she does, but I think maybe we'll save those for the Patreon too cuz they're kind of sure. lengthy. <laughs> um and it's still obviously like she was talking on her Instagram story today about how it's it's not about weight loss, it's about my health and my health is wealth. So that's why I never stray from this eating plan. It's not about weight loss at all. And then the next three slides were all weight loss transformation photos. Yeah. It, and it's it like, is like being I, gaslit. <laughs> I don't
0: it, like her saying that literally means nothing because Beachbody's entire message has always been and continues to be that health and fitness is weight loss, that weight loss is the path to
1: health. And also autumn's message out of her own mouth on her own personal Facebook page. Like, yeah, it's, you can't go around loudly pathologizing obesity and then being like, I eat this way because it's the right way to eat and expect people not to connect the dots. But I guess she does. And I don't know if she's connected the dots in her own head, but
0: yeah, in a way I think this does illustrate a general positive shift in like the fitness and wellness industry overall, where, The message that, hey, actually, it's not about weight has gotten loud enough and popular enough and prolific enough that these really major companies who have always been so influential in the health and fitness world have no choice but to try to square their message with this new one that is everywhere and their customers want to hear. So like this this is Beachbody trying to figure out how do they continue to make more money every single year in a world that is continuously less interested in weight loss being at the center of the health and fitness conversation.
1: You're totally right and I think part of the Part of the failure and part of the success is that because so much, because all of the content is based around these high profile personality trainers, like Sean T has been really loud about in his content that he's backed off, that he doesn't do insanity anymore, that he thinks it's more important to search for like happiness and longevity in your body. And it's important to focus on mental health and Um, I pulled up an article that's just, it's from men's health and the byline is just watch Sean T get wrecked while working out to Sean T. (laughs) They made him do like an old, um, his own insanity video. (laughs) Yeah. Like 20 years later. Um, so it's, it's tough because you're not presenting a unified message across the board because you're bringing together all these trainers with different ethos under the same brand and then you have to buy into all of it but I don't doubt that there are people who could you know find a program that they enjoyed and that works for them or a trainer's personality who meshed with them and they really enjoyed and have access to them through uh, this platform and that could be a net positive thing Um, and it like you said it definitely seems like they're aware of a shift in messaging and I'm not a purist. I view social pressure as a positive too. Like if people are only changing what they say because they're afraid to say what they really think, then like at least the message is changing, you know? Um, Yeah. At
0: least less people are getting harmed.
1: Yeah. But I do also think it makes the forms of harm more insidious um, or at least harder to nail down and avoid for a casual consumer, which is the person that Beachbody markets towards.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah, I feel like that's all we have to say about like the gut health stuff and whatever. Um, so I think we should just wrap up with, um, you know, the conclusion to our book review as we always do, our book report. <laughs> um, so would you recommend Beachbody to a
1: friend? Why or why not? Um, I would not. I would not. I think that if you're going to go with a mainstream fitness streaming platform, there are probably others where the web is a little less deep and you're less likely to fall into a very expensive subscription and MLM or, um, financial ruin. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. How about you?
0: I mean, I would say absolutely no to Team Beach Body, like the MLM coaching program. Like, d- just do not do it. You probably will not make money. Um, any job that requires you to pay for something at the beginning is not a real
1: job. Um, j- yeah, just don't do it. Um, also, this is a, a sneak peek from the personal anecdotes. I heard from people that as beach body coaches, they were in gently instructed to not say they were a beach body coach. They were supposed to say, I'm a coach, I'm a health coach, I'm a fitness coach. Uh, so just a yeah. reminder that if you are paying someone for coaching or subscribing to a program, you are always allowed to ask who constructed this, where does it come from? What are they certified in? And where did that certification come from? Um, yes. that is something that it is well within your rights to know. Absolutely.
0: 100% agree with that. Um, So, yeah, I I definitely wouldn't recommend that side of it at all to anyone. Um, In terms of the supplements, they're nothing special. Save your money and buy your protein powder at, like, literally anywhere else. Um, (laughs) um, In terms of the workout programs, I'm sure there's some really good ones. Like, I'm, I'm sure that not, the, not all of the workout programs on there are, like, total trash or whatever. Like, obviously, a lot of the trainers that they've hired are really qualified and are, you know, good motivators and instructors and probably program some really good workouts. Like, I enjoyed doing the P90X workouts when I did them years ago. Um, so if you have like a box set of DVDs from the early 2000s and you still like doing them or if you have a Beachbody subscription and like you're not into the MLM side and you really just love it for the workouts and you are genuinely enjoying it and you like it and you don't feel like it's pulling you into an unhealthy mental space in terms of like your body image or feeling pressured to like go to extreme lengths to lose weight and you just simply like doing the workouts I would never tell you not to do it I think the most important thing is everyone just when it comes to fitness is that everyone finds the thing that they like. (laughs) Right. And so if, if old insanity videos or the 21 day fix videos are what you like to work out to great. But if you've never been involved in beach body, I think there are better options. There are better places to start start your fitness journey Yeah. And I think that they as a company have done a lot more harm than good and they don't deserve your business.
1: Yeah. I mean, you probably will never hear Carolyn and I say that a workout is inherently harmful or inherently good because you can get really thoughtful programming that just won't work for your body. That's fine. Like there is so much space for user, user error or user gain when it comes to fitness like there's a reason that these programs are not one size fits all if something is financially and mentally healthy for you and you are you know going at it with the idea that you're going to make it work for your body you can be doing a workout from the most toxic person alive and still get a great workout in and it does not matter for sure nothing is nothing is black or white like that but the landmines that you're going to have to tiptoe around with the beach body programs in particular might not be worth the risk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I guess in conclusion, you don't need Beachbody programs and supplements to be healthy and to be fit you also don't need to be in your 20s to be fit which is just a weird thing that Beachbody pushed with that one video and I cannot get it out of my head um but (laughs) yeah so that trailer oh my god so funny but yeah obviously this is not the end of our conversation here we were A little stressed getting on this call in the beginning because we knew how much there was. I'm surprised we kept it under two hours. So yeah, sign up for the Patreon if you want to hear the anecdotes and any other opinions. Only if you want to, though, you
1: definitely don't need to. And only if it's financially healthy for you, please. You do not need to.
0: (laughs) There is a reason that we put the bulk of our content out for free. Like (laughs) the paywall is optional. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right, Laura, how are you feeling? Are you alive? Um, Are you okay?
1: uh, Yeah, I'm okay. I'm going to eat like three tiny rainbow Tupperwares full of chocolate, I think, after this.
0: Amazing. Yeah, I I think I was going to go scrounge up some supplements and make a superfood smoothie.
1: (laughs) Sounds great. You should actually just try it dry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is like almost four o'clock on Friday, and I'm done with work after this call, so I think I'm actually going to open a beer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. beautiful
1: Yes. (laughs) i'm not done with work but i think i might need to open a beer too (laughs) if you're Uh, just
0: sending emails what's the harm yeah 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 i don't know all right well thank you so much for listening everybody we will either see you on the patreon or we will see you on the next main feed episode
1: and thank you. Thank you to those of you who shared stories with us. Um, it was super yes. helpful when kind of constructing this episode and we hope we can keep these conversations open in the future. So we appreciate Absolutely.
0: you. All right. Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye.